0: Have you ever wondered where podcasters go to learn? Welcome to Elite Podcast Academy, the show for podcasters, about podcasters, by a podcaster. Now let's jump straight into today's episode. Welcome to another episode of Elite Podcast Academy. I'm your host, Mike Mahoney, and today I want to talk to you about a topic not too many people discuss video podcasting. Video podcasting has become a huge thing. As audio podcasts grow, video podcasting follows right behind. The equipment needed to do video podcasting is a lot different from that needed for an audio podcast. One of the questions I'm constantly asked is, what is the difference between video podcasting and audio podcasting? The answer is potentially not as obvious as you might think. The obvious difference is that there is a video of the end result. This means you can't just sit around in your PJs and record like you can with an audio podcast. The biggest difference is the length. With video podcasting, you won't want to go much more than 15 total minutes. Video podcasts are not as portable as audio podcasts, and they require the viewer's attention. This truly changes the dynamics. You're going to need the following equipment for a video podcast. Yes, you're going to need a microphone. Believe it or not. Audio is the most important part of video podcasting. This means you're going to need a microphone close to your voice in order for your message to be heard clearly. Most audio podcasting microphones won't work well for video because they're too big and distracting in the shot. However, you can sometimes frame your shot tight enough that you can use a studio microphone just barely out of frame. The best kind of microphone for video is something that's small, not distracting, or completely invisible. This leaves you with some decent options but you must decide what you want to use. There is the lavalier night microphone. These have clips that allow them to be clipped to your clothing and even possibly hidden from view. This type of microphone allows for arm movement. A word of caution though sometimes these microphones are extremely sensitive and will pick up noises if anything brushes against the cables. I'm going to suggest some options for a good lavalier microphone for you. On the low end I recommend the JK Mic J044. In the mid-range, I recommend the Rode SmartLav and the high-end, the Rode Lavalier. Now, you can also use a headset microphone. I'm not talking about the cheap kind of headset mic and headphones you typically see gamers wearing, but a professional mic-only headset. You see these often used by public speakers. They're small they keep the mic always the right distance from your voice, but can be visible and distracting in videos. For a cheap one, how about the JKMIC-J-S90, and on the high end, the Countryman E6. Then there's shotgun microphones. This is usually a very long microphone that would be mounted out of frame, usually above or below the talent. This is the kind of mic you typically see in professional filming, with a boom arm and assistant. The mic stays in one place, unless you have an assistant to follow you, and is out of frame and picks up a very narrow cone of audio. These produce great quality, but can be expensive. For a cheap one, you can get the Rode VideoMic. For a high-end one, you can get the Rode NTG4. Then there are handheld microphones. When you're in noisy environments, or you need to interview someone at an event, a handheld microphone is often the best choice does a great job of reducing background noise and focusing more on your voice, all with very little setup. It's great for interviewing too, because you can control the conversation by holding onto the mic and pointing it at whom you want to speak. Make sure you get a mic designed for this use, so it will have minimal handling noise. The Sennheiser MD-46 Cardioid Interview Mic is great. The Rode Reporter Omnidirectional Dynamic Interview Microphone is good. Condenser mics. Well, condenser mics are not ideal for audio podcasts, but they could be great for video. Listen to how well a condenser microphone works for Rhett and Link's Good Mythical Morning on YouTube. This kind of microphone will be in the frame, but could be nicely decorated to be part of your set. This would definitely require some post-processing. Whatever you do... Don't use the built-in mic on the camera. It's generally very low quality and far too distant from you to make the sound good. If you're thinking about video podcasting, I have to assume you want high-quality audio. This is going to give you two qual- possibilities for recording your audio. Either connect to the camera via wire or wireless system, which is a method I'll give, which I'll give the least amount of work, but it will be cumbersome or expensive in the long run. As long as your equipment has no latency, your video editing will be easy because the audio is recorded straight into the video. A wired system may have to rely on the camera's built in preamp, which is usually not very good. But you could use a recorder or mixer with a preamp between your mic and the camera. These are always available options when you understand the problem. You might want to consider a wireless system like the Rode RoadLink Filmmaker Kit or RoadLink News Shooter Kit. Both of these are digital wireless systems. They allow you to wear or hold the microphone and maintain full freedom of motion. They are pricey, but worth it if this is how you plan to create your content. Now, your other option is to connect the mic to an external recorder. If you have budgetary constraints, a great option is to record the audio and video separately. Sometimes this produces higher quality audio because you don't have to rely on your camera's preamp. The concept is that you attach your mic to an external recorder or even your smartphone. You will then start your video and audio recordings simultaneously. For a small recorder, consider a Zoom H1. As soon as you start the video and the audio recording, clap or snap, making a clicking sound so that you have a reference point in post-production for syncing the audio you record to the recorder and the video itself. It sounds harder than it is. When in post-production, use the spike in the audio where the click, clap, or snap was recorded to match up the audio. Once it is matched up, mute or delete the audio that originated from your camera. To avoid audio drifting, be sure your audio recorder and camera are set to the same recording rate. You're going to need great lighting for a video podcast. It's often overlooked and is probably the second most important aspect for video podcasting. Great lighting can make even a cheap camera look good. This is because a well-lit scene doesn't require the camera to work so hard to expose everything. Lighting doesn't have to be expensive. There are two cheap kits I can recommend, both under $170. One with two soft boxes and an overhead light for $3,800 or 3,800 watts, and the other with three soft boxes, 4,500 watts. Ideally, you'll want three points of light: the key light which is the bright light from the front, angled from either left or right, the fill light, dimmer light for fill-in from the front, angled from the opposite side as the strong light, and then the rim light, usually an overhead and rear light from an angle that helps separate the subject from the background, ideally on the same size as the fill light, but shining from the back. If you can't afford a lighting kit and you don't have enough other bright lights to help you, then try to record near a window with sunlight coming in. Try to diffuse direct sunlight with a white sheet, tablecloth, or shower curtain. Then you could use white surfaces like a dry erase board, a white sheet, back of a poster, or small reflector to reflect some light from different angles. Or use house lights to better light the subject or studio. You could even use some clip-on lights pointed in the general direction of where you'll be shooting. As long as you give good light to the area, you'll be fine. Now let's talk about The camera that you're going to use. The camera obviously is very important. You're going to want one that can capture at a minimum 1280 by 720, which is 720p at either 24 or 30 frames per second. Some cameras may capture at higher resolutions, but at a sacrifice uh, in other ways. For example, 720p always looks better than 1080i, and some features such as image stabilization might not work as well at 4K as it would at 1080p. Higher frame rates, like 60 frames per second or more, are usually only necessary if you want to make slow motion videos. If you are recording the audio from your mic into your camera, Then ensure your camera has an audio input and turn its gain all the way down. It's always best to let a wireless system or other interface handle the preamp for your mic. If your mic is connected directly to the camera, then set the input gain where necessary. So here's four types of cameras in order of recommendation. Okay, there's the camcorder. It's a dedicated HD digital camera that captures onto SD cards, or other digital storage. They'll allow you to record for as long as you have available storage. You may not have interchangeable lenses or the full depth of field that a DSLR would provide, but these are often compact, flexible, and affordable. Next is a DSLR. These cameras are usually focused on photography, and USA import laws prevent them from recording longer than 29 minutes and 59 seconds. Then there's a smartphone camera. Cameras on mobile devices have gotten continually better. Using the right app to do the recording will also help a great deal. Webcam. Although not always ideal, versatile, or portable, an HD webcam can still look good with decent lighting. Learn how to use your webcam software to control the exposure and white balance. Also ensure the camera is at a flattering angle for your videos. We've all seen people record videos at unflattering angles. <laughs> you may even want to consider... Um, getting multiple cameras to be able to switch live or in post-production. This can help cover up editing points, make things easier to see, or simply look a lot more interesting and professional. You're going to want to pay attention to how everything looks in your shot, including the background, examining your surroundings. Ceiling fans, doors, windows, clutter, pets, people, rooms, and more can make a video look extremely amateurish. The background should never compete with the subjects for the viewer's attention, but it's also okay for the background to contain interesting lighting and props. That's where depth of field can blur the background to make it look great. One option is to record in front of a green screen and then replace that with whatever background you choose. Be sure not to make this look amateurish. Accessories. There are some accessories you might want to consider. Props for the foreground or background. Table, desk, or counter for holding other accessories. A chair or stool. A tripod stands for your lights and backdrop now some of you might want to make the decision to live stream your videos which and that adds a bunch of new complexity video live streaming requires a lot of bandwidth and computing power you may need video switching capability in addition to on-screen displays like lower thirds in order to achieve the newscaster level of live quality you can easily start spending a few thousand dollars You may even require an assistant to run things for you. However, the results can look amazing and then require little to no editing in post-production. It can be done. Video podcasting might seem like a daunting idea when you start to analyze everything, but it really isn't that terrible. You're going to want a microphone, potentially an audio recorder or wireless system, good lighting sources, a decent camera, a background, and a few accessories. Do not try going off the cuff with your video until you've had some experience. It's best to plan things out ahead of time. Decide what you want to discuss and in what order. You're going to want to keep it around 15 minutes in length or less. Be sure to open up the video smiling. Be confident while on camera. Nothing makes a video look more amateurish than a subject who stumbles over their words. Practice what you want to say if that will make you feel better. It's really simple. If you take the time to focus on those details, you're going to create amazing content. I promise you this, it's worth that extra effort because you'll find it easier to find viewers if your content is top notch. So now, just do it. I've armed you with the tools you need to get started. So what's stopping you? There's never the right time to start. Just make up your mind and go for it. I ask that if you follow the steps I've outlined and start a video podcast, send your video links to info at yogispodcastnetwork.com and we may feature you on the site. The final thing I want to tell you is have fun. Make this a fun activity and you will continue doing it consistently. Enjoy the content creation process. Thank you so much for listening to Elite Podcast Academy. Elite Podcast Academy is presented by Elite Podcast Agency and Yogi's Podcast Network. Do you want help getting on other podcasts? Elite Podcast Agency is the place for you. We help podcasters get interviews on shows, whether it is once a month, or once a week. Check out our services and pick up our podcast directory with over a thousand podcasts sorted by category at ElitePodcastAgency.com forward slash directory. Need someone to help you start a show or take your existing show to a new level? Yogi's Podcast Network can help. Head over to Yogi'sPodcastNetwork.com forward slash help for more information. Thank you for listening to Elite Podcast Academy.